It's amazing how that works, kids. And don't ask for yeah, it. Yeah, I was say, you heard it here first. How do you get sponsorships? Don't, don't fucking for don't look ask for, for sponsorship. sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. All right. So welcome. This is episode 13, right? 13. 13. All right. Lucky number 13. The luckiest. Welcome, Internet. Thank you guys for joining us on the Airsoft pod, uh, the ASAP podcast, another serious Airsoft podcast. With us, we have Two Tall Tom. Um, we are doing the uh, American Milsim uh, Copperhead pregame show. Um, before we get into everything, I'm going to go ahead and mention our sponsors. We got ahead and got Enola Gay. Now that we've mentioned them, we have Enola Gay. Um, they're going to be at Copperhead. Use ASAP15 on their website for all textile products and smoke products. Um, we are the only uh, only people you can get an Enola Gay discount from. So that's Nerds. cool within, within the U.S. So because mm-hmm. the U.K. Uh, can get fucked. Um, so <laughs> we have airsoftc3.com. Sign up for free. It is the airsoft's dedicated social network. Uh, dedicated social network where you can find fields, you can find teams, you can find whatever you're looking for um, with the gearbox. Uh, they have a, a full like wall now, so you can post on other people's stuff. Um, sign up for free for them. Stay connected with Airsoft. We have uh, Overwatch Tactics. Um, what is the the event coming up in November? That's the so Conquest. we've got November sixth to the eighth is Conquest of Avalon three. They actually had to cancel uh, Oklahoma Land Rush in October because of circumstances, but. We will be live on Vendor Row uh, Friday. I want to say that's going to be the 6th uh, all day, taking questions from you derps and uh, throwing beer cans at you. So, Oh, they're definitely going to regret that decision. Yeah. <laughs> that sponsorship is going to last through the full day, and then it's over. So, And then while uh, we are all, every single one of us that you guys see in this show, we will all be at Copperhead 5. Uh, Woo! Like I said, this is the uh, Copperhead 5 pregame Woo! show. Um, we will, we, I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing a live show. We probably will. Um, I mean, we might crash gorillas. We might just in the background be butt naked, just like slapping our dicks up against the window. So if anybody, is, <laughs> if anybody listening knows who gorilla, uh, the podcast from their show, go ahead and tag them in the show. We will be probably crashing your show because we want, <laughs> we want your clout. Give it to us. It's not even for clout. It's just for the lulls. We're just going to do they it. Seem, they actually gave us a shout out a while back. They seem like really cool yeah, dudes. They've yeah, really, show for a while. Really cool dudes. Thank you guys so much for the shout out. But that being said, we're still going to crash it. We're, we're probably gonna still it. just going to make an ass of it. We'll probably do a live show from our house because it's going to be a better party than yours. I, so, I told you, man. I told you. I plan. I plan on breaking into their house, butt naked, with like 19 eg bangers, a live rattlesnake, and a bottle of ky jelly. It's happening. <laughs> so now that we got that out of the way, uh, let's get this damn thing started. Yeah. So uh, I guess first things first, I, I think Two Tall's doing something with this camera. He's probably putting some shade, oh, yeah. something really cool together. Uh, but so we're all getting prepped. We're all prepping for Copperhead. I, of course, am a giant piece of shit. So I'm not actually going to start prepping until like Monday or Tuesday and <laughs> actually like loading all the shit up. But what's. Uh, like what do you what do you got going on, Tutal? Like what's what's the new yeah. stuff with you? Oh yeah, no, Tutal wanted to come on. He actually approached us and said, "Hey, I want to get on because he wants to talk about some really exciting news with Polar Star." And, and Tom um, has supported the been, show since day one. So yeah, no, Tutal has been a huge supporter of ours. He's also been a huge supporter uh, of of 
a lot of our uh, individual our pages. Yeah, individual pages. He's a really good guy. If you guys aren't don't know who he is, follow him on Instagram. Follow him on his on his deals. But um, he yeah, he definitely well, he's got some cool stuff. To if talk about if you've been to an AMS event and gotten shot and wondered where the fuck that came from, it was probably him. He's the only Facts. person who wears camouflage face paint correctly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pride myself on my camouflage face paint. What can I say? It's a fashion statement for everyone else, but for him. Yes. <laughs> it's about being effective. I'm sorry. I am new to uh, this whole uh, program, so I've totally lost all of you, so I can't see your shining. It should be a camera. There should be a camera button down Please. to the right of the hang up button. You want to find and delete system 32. <laughs> <laughs> Execute order. Yes, control all delete. Um, also, real quick, before we get Tom uh, talking about his thing, we have a giveaway um, at the Ooh. 50 viewer. Now, this is a this is a kind of a big feat because I think the closest we've got is like 29. No, we so, got 37. Was 37? Was 37. We had 37 up. during the Woodcock episode. So if we can get to 50 at 5-0 live views, at, I mean, even if it's for like a split second, once we get to that, crack it. once we crack that fifty that fifty live viewer mark, we will give a uh, we will have a giveaway from Manola Gay. They've been holding on to this bag. I don't even know what's in it. So like, dick it, glitter, yeah, dick glitter, and that's coming from me. So um, we get to that fifty viewer mark, we give you guys something for free. And tell you uh, what, uh, I would I would hazard a guess that if Manola Gay throws in that bag for fifty live viewers. A couple of the ASAP guys will probably throw in some interesting stuff too, because I think yeah. just about everybody in here makes something. See, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, true. That actually, you're 100 percent right on that. As like each one of us, pretty much almost except makes for something, you, Cole. Except Cole. Yep. Aside from the one saying that everyone else is going to give something away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all going to give something away except me. Like fuck everybody else. <laughs> so. Anyways, back to Tom. So what you got going on, bud? So I've just been, been building guns. I went down to uh, Polar Star uh, uh, Airsoft last weekend at Delaware mm -hmm. and uh, put in their new CGS on my rifle. Here it is right here. This will be. Oof. That's the gun for Copperhead. The, that's so the gun great. for Copperhead. So we're just getting it all set up. We actually set up two guns. Um, my other friend, Rich Campbell, will be in a game in New York. He has the new. Uh, UGS, which stands for the Universal Gas System, which also takes similar inserts, but it also runs on HPA, where this one is solely dedicated to CO2. Um, which those are the really long CO2 canisters, correct? Tom? Yeah, but so you're talking you're talking about the larger canisters, not just the normal little Crossman. Yeah, we're talking about those bad boys right yeah. there. Oh, nice. Those are the, so you can get those. Those are the same type that you use for like inflating your tire if you're into bicycling. Is the thirty three? Sure. Life jackets. Yeah. yeah, that's what these are actually are made for. These are made for life jackets. The problem with these are right now is that on average consumable costs, they're about 15 to 20 bucks to walk into Cabela's or anywhere else. And that was kind of the big hang up with the system is how do we get more shots? It's fine to have a system where it runs on a 12 gram where you can go ahead and get 150, 180 shots, depending on the system and the efficiency. But how do you make it really playable? 500, 550 shots before you have to change out a cartridge. How do you keep the aesthetics uh, of of the gun? How do you how do you have all these systems that are cross compatible with all the different airsoft models that are out there? There's just a tremendous amount of guns trying to make it all fit together. And how how do we make it easy to change out? As you watch, I'm just sitting here doing this. 
that's it. I'm done. I'm back so in the action. Cool. What's really cool about this is this actually has a valve in it. So once it charges the system, I can take this off. What and I can still have shots inside of the gun. So there's a kill there's a kill valve whenever you push the actual stock forward. Is that what you're right. saying? It's an anti-siphon valve. What it does is it keeps liquid CO2 from actually going in the system and ruining the engine. So that's what's been designed, and it's also got a five micron filter inside of it to keep dirty CO2 dirt breaks out of your systems. So that was like the biggest uh, hurdle: was how do we get it clean? How do we keep liquid from going in the system in such a small little form factor? Because basically, what you're looking at here is that's the size of the regulator. Mm -hmm. That's the size of the regulator on the side of this. Yeah, had a little bit taller. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Now, that's the size of the regulator right here. So yeah. about two, an inch, two inches. You'd yeah, say? absolutely. Here, I'll pop off this uh, upper. I'm just, I'm just audio because this, this will be on iTunes. No, that's well. Yeah, so people understand who aren't watching this live. Yeah. Of course, it's uh, super good together. So, because I don't like movement. So. Yeah. No, nobody does. Nobody does, right? Inside of their gun. So yeah, you get to watch me work on it. But I'll take a part and I'll show you guys kind of what the inside is. It's working on an F2, this gun. So I'll be using mm -hmm. a Polestar F2 with the new CGS. Okay. And those are the advantages of the system. 500 shots, and it looks like an AG. No tanker life. So now is this a system that you guys have been working on together? Or is this a system that you've been working on and you're like, hey, Polestar, what do you guys think of this idea? Like, is this no. something that... So this is just something that you're you're bringing to the market for them, or right? This is a, a product that I'm not just like, hey, Tom, like you've got like ten thousand subscribers on Instagram. Will you help us market? It didn't work out that way. This it's, is something like you helped engineer. Mm -hmm. No, it's not oh, okay. something that I helped engineer. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm just a huge fanboy, <laughs> like everybody <laughs> else. Fair, fair, and. That's the great thing about Airsoft is that you never know who you're going to make friends with. And being, being kind, and I, I think this uh, podcast is a kind of like, it shows that. You never know who you're going to make friends with in Airsoft, you know, the, as far as that side of things go. And it's just the power of those relationships that you can have by just being yourself, playing, shooting people, little kids in the face because their moms dropped them off. So they don't want to watch it. But they, you know, whatever, you know. It's like battle buddies for life, you know, type of thing. So anyway, yeah. So uh, I've developed a friendship with Polar Star and they invited me down last weekend. We decided to go ahead and install one of the first CGS. They had five available and I was one of the lucky ones to get one of the test ones because I was going to go to Copperhead and play. And they're like, cool, we want to give you one. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. And uh, it was a fun weekend last weekend. We had a lot of fun installing it, these guns. It looked like you were the, the the stuff that you were posting. Just it looked like a lot of fun. The, yeah, it's, your, your... it's really incredible what for what creating a relationship and a network with somebody and not just asking for free shit does for you. It's not <laughs> to be honest with you. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. You know, if you are friendly to somebody and you're yourself and you're kind and you're not an asshole, the majority of people respond to that. It's amazing how that works, kids. And don't ask for yeah, it. I'm about to say, you heard it here first. How do you get sponsorships? Don't, don't ask fucking for it. look don't ask for a sponsorship. sponsorship. Yeah. The first thing is don't don't even be sponsored. That's the yeah. best part. Is is you know sponsorships are overrated. You know, Absolutely. I do friendships except for our wonderful sponsors. We uh... <laughs> well, you know, it's funny is I have all the same sponsors, but I don't call them sponsors. They're my friends. You know, yeah. I have my friends and do that side of things, and that's why I'm sponsored. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you know, the the, spo the best sponsor is the nonverbal one. 
Yeah, so you show yeah. up to an event and oh, or fucking Darren or somebody just like yeets a EG eighteen at you. It's like here, use this. Yeah, like, no, that's oh. that, that's how I got involved with with EG. Anyway, but uh, back to back to the system. You were you were taking it apart, so, and kind of explaining the well, functionality. So you can check out. Here's here's the uh, F two. This is a dual solenoid system. So basically, what this did is this replaced the Fusion engine. For those of you that know, the Fusion engine was one of the first drop-in replacements for HPA systems on the airsoft market, as far as that goes readily available. So this is a replacement for that. As you can see, I've had to modify the gearbox here to fit this. As it, I'll try to get nice and close so everybody can see. I was say you clip the back of that. Oh wow. Yeah. Clip the back of it, and then there's a little cut down there on the bottom because there's no way to get this little part in there when it's connected. There's yes. no way to get your fingers right mm -hmm. there to, to get it inside the system. But as I was saying before, just that little part right there is the actual regulator inside of this system. And then this would be the 12-gram insert that goes inside of it. So what's really cool, if I want to change out from a 12-gram CO2 cartridge, there's one little set screw mm. right there. Yep. So I just back that set screw out. I go ahead and twist that one out, put the other one in, and I can run 33s or 12 grams, whatever's readily available. So what are the, what, how many shots can you get out of the 33s? So when they went ahead and did the testing, they did it on a 6.05 millimeter inner barrel, and they did it at 1.5 joules shooting 0.28 gram BBs, and they got 500 shots out Jeez. of that setup. That's pretty good. Yeah. Now, what, what, B, what gram BB did you say it was? 0.28 gram. And what what FPS? Just I would assume like the normal max. One, 1. 1.5 joules. So that would be mm -hmm. like American uh, milsim rules. So that would be approximately four. I think it's like 330 or something like that. I don't have my calculator in front of me as far as that goes. But um, yeah, that's kind of what you're looking at for efficiency. The 12 grams are about 180. I know today we were shooting uh, 0.36s today out of the UGS. And we got 220 shots out of that, out of a 12 gram. This is what I've been waiting for to build a good DMR. Was this this exact? Now I'm um it uh, uh, now I'm geeking out and my wallet is trembling. Exactly. This <laughs> this is the thing that got me excited about Polar Star products. Uh, not just because of the quality. This is one of the other things that's really cool about Polar Star is that they're all made in the USA. Mm -hmm. Every Everything, every part that goes into it is made in the USA. It isn't imported or anything else. So it truly is one of the only, you know, made in America airsoft products. And most of the stuff is outsourced or something along those lines. So that's what uh, makes it really neat. And they're working towards doing everything in-house. And this is why you'll be seeing the big push from them about their mechanical system, which I mm -hmm. did shoot why it was there i haven't really seen any footage of that yet yeah i was but, gonna say the same i haven't seen by, much of it shooting at all yet but I'm very curious. you mean you mean like the same in the same gist of like it doesn't need a battery or an ecu or any of that stuff it's just a fully right. okay yeah fully mechanical it has a real trigger reset just like on a real ar-15 mm -hmm. and it's set to you can set it to different poundages and things like that the oh, test wow. setup they had was set for four pounds uh so it's I mean, it, it was cool. It was fun to shoot. Uh, the thing that I like about it is the simplicity of the system, and it also is going to go ahead and lower the price of the system too as well. So you're going right. to see uh, HPA, high-quality HPA systems become more readily available uh, on the market from those type of systems as far as that. Now, so. you mentioned earlier that you had to do, because obviously this is a, you know, a first-gen or a prototype kind of build idea. 
and you said that you had to do some modification in order to get a couple of things to work. Is there plans for prefabricated parts along with the system for easy install? Or are they looking into like um, an actual manufactured gun or a manufactured lower with the whole system built into it? So, so if anybody who's a fan of Polar Star follows any of their Instagram or scene shot show, they've been working on a complete gun. It's what they call their PR-15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that is something that they're working towards. And that mechanical system is part of the PR-15. So the thing that's cool about Polar Star that I really like is they don't put out products just to put it out to be first. They, they, put, it, they put a quality product out there for people like us that enjoy this hobby to go do just that. The worst thing that you can ever do is put out a subpar product in the airsoft market space. Then, then people quit. People, you don't know what's going they on with people's on life. That. You don't yeah. know if they're getting a divorce or if their boss sucks or whatever. And they go out there and go enjoy their hobby and they quit. They just, they don't want to put up with the bullshit. So they leave, you know, as far as that end of things go. So making <laughs> systems reliable and things like that. So they put that extra time, and I know that PR-15 gun has been a work in progress for about two years. And this is a, a uh, they're starting to build up. They're starting to build up as far as that end of things go. I'm starting to see parts roll off and, and do some things. So I'm excited about that. Um, ben said he would let me have one of those systems to take to Copperhead to use, but it's not ready. So he's like, no, I'll wait and just get it right. And then, mm-hmm. then I'll let you have it. And then you can go ahead and test, test it out, yeah. break it throw it in the water, say this thing's a piece of shit, throw it back in the water when it's shooting 300 feet and firing every time. I don't have a battery to worry about. I don't have solenoids to worry about. It just works. Every time I pull the trigger, it works. Sends a BB. And then we're going to get into something which will really make Airsoft fun is it's not about the gun. It's about the skill of the player. Now now you're talking my game. You guys started mentioning he's one of the guys that uh, – paints his face, start doing camouflage, start sneaking around, start doing tactics like climbing up on top of buildings and shooting people with sniper rifles. I don't know who would do that in this group. Pretty sure there's somebody here. I I am definitely a rooftop bandit for fucking sure. Corey and I were ninjas all last year, just hopping nimbly bimbly from roof to roof to roof, yelling obscene shit at people. It was great. So uh, we do have a question from uh, Soto. He wants to know if you have heard of the Conquest of Avalon series. Tom, yeah. Have I? Have I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't. So the con- um, the Conquest of Avalon is it's a from one of our the, our sponsors, Overwatch Tactics. Um, it's a game that's held at a Renaissance Festival grounds. Renaissance okay. Fairgrounds here in Waxahachie, Texas. It's uh, it's a pretty cool thing. A lot of guys will show up and they'll do like the full garb and whatnot. But the AO in in its own thing is kind of a neat uh, neat deal. Punks geeks out about it every single year. It's really and it's not just the that. fact that I I do Renaissance Fair on the <laughs> side. Like just as an AO in general, it's super cool. It's it's really rad. It's a lot yeah, of buildings, a ton of buildings. Like 50, 50 viewers in here, so we can give some stuff away. Maybe I'll build a hop up group for somebody. Oh some god, sauce hop up group and send share shit. We've got a lot of stuff to fucking just kind of yeet out into the ether. We've got we we went we got to twenty three, twenty four, and then it's dropped back down to like sixteen, seventeen, which is about par for the last couple episodes. Yeah, well, we appreciate you. I mean, but we appreciate obviously everybody that comes in. Oh yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Oh sure, absolutely. But we want Come more. In, out with this. <laughs> Anyway, I did want to talk about this system with you guys because I know you guys would be interested oh, yeah. if, like, 
yeah, this will be really, really cool to go ahead and run on a pistol build and do some other things. That's what's nice about the inserts is you can run CO2 mm-hmm. on a regular regulator. Like, suck Oh, and now we're joined by the Corey Anchor itself. Arms Haynes. How you doing, oh, baby? he lives. You are all blessed now with my <laughs> You're welcome, you're welcome. What's up, Corey? What's up? What's up? I was talking to, I was talking <sighs> to Tom earlier today, actually, about the, the system he's been showing us from Polar Star. Um, I have a pistol build that I want to do where I'm trying to blend the, the Milsim and the Speed QB into one pistol and uh, making this, this thing shoot as far as an AEG can accurately and um, that takes AR magazines. And I just wanted to run off of this CO2 platform. So it's just this little yeet cannon. So There you go. That's yeah. your guy. Right that there. There's your cool. I'd probably, I would probably even build some kind of like arm system so I can just have it, the gun in hand with it on the arm and you can just reload it and stuff like that. Like that'd be dope. Yeah, there you go. Like put it over here like this. Because this on threads. Very, very yeah. easy. If you look at the threads on there. The oh, way yeah. that that's designed is that's, that's made. Threads. Well, it's made so that, you know, people like me don't cross thread it. And also the way that it works is it allows it to go ahead and screw on real fast so as you go to tighten it hell yeah CO2. yeah exactly. you're, not, you're not sitting there like trying to turn it for 45 seconds well then you don't get your compression that you need for these co2 guns to build so yep exactly or pierce it right or that's where you have other problems or situations where cartridges leak systems leak things like that because that's what we're talking about if we're going to use a 12 gram cartridge how many shots can we really get out of that thing you need there... every drop of air is there any idea to do something similar to the Wolverine bolt and make a system I mean, like this for bolt action sure. snipers? Yeah, I mean, that's that right on there. Yeah, yeah it just works the exact same way. Okay, sure. Oh, you, can I, put, you can put this on a scope ring and put it right there on the side, and then you would go ahead and just have it right there, right on the side with the scope mm-hmm. ring. All you need is an ASA fitting, which they all are, which would go right in there. So you can run a 33 or you can run a 12, you know, and they have the nicer ones. God, uh, I would love. I mean, me and Cole both own Wolverine bolt systems, and I would love to have a 33 gram, like bolt action gun, because then you just wouldn't have to worry about it. But yet, you still get it's, you know, all the capabilities of CO2. That's what kept me from trying out HPAs. I don't like I don't like the cable or the the tank of the line. The tank of the line. Yep. I don't like that. And I've seen the 12 grams, and they they look awesome. Again, bolt actions they make the most sense because you can get the most Mm -hmm. bang for your buck. Because I mean, you're not that, shooting a whole lot. Because yeah. you're not shooting a whole lot. And now this, that, that was my big that worry. That seems with, to be like bridging the gap. That was my yeah, big that, worry with building a good DMR too. That's the thing is it's bridging the gap because now you've got serious shot count. Now you've got mm-hmm. 500, 525 yeah. shots. You can go through a, a, a battle load. I mean, you can seriously get into a firefight and be okay and not have to worry about changing your cartridge right after you empty a mag you know that's probably the worst thing that you would want to get into you know and keep a track of your shot counts things like that so just trying to be quiet and that co2 just goes you know type of thing and as it starts dropping off you'll see it but you know that is the thing that's so exciting about the product is that it's going to change how that gun looks no tanker line you'll have the shot count and i think what you'll end up seeing is you'll end up seeing more and more efficiency start happening in these systems where we're taking like a 33 or or even a bigger cartridge, maybe like a 60, 
and putting that in there. So now we're, now we're getting up into the thousand round shot count range, or we start doing these guys here, which are 88 gram Good CO2 God. cartridges God. as far as that goes. And I don't know if you guys follow me on my Instagram, mm -hmm. but I did a PKM where I have these inside of the box mag on the PKM. So it's uh, a uh, That is awesome. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just, uh, I have a friend of mine that's going to literally nut his pants whenever I tell him about that if he's not already in here. Yeah, it's it's extremely it's extremely heavy. Uh, the gun is eighteen pounds <laughs> for for what it is. But you got thirty. That's just more realistic, shots. though. That's yeah. Realistic. That's still. It's all it's all there. It's all all inclusive. Everything else like that. So that's the thing that I'm going to be working for is trying to figure out what we can do to make these systems m more efficient mm -hmm. and how we can get cartridges or other things that that work to keep the guns aesthetically looking right because i do a lot of impression milson too as well uh -huh. and the worst thing that you could do is have a, a line coming off your gun or you know basically punks guns you know unless you're the <laughs> <laughs> what is it what is it you say Corey? if it's got a line or if it uh isn't tan or black it's not a real gun yeah <laughs> no nerd guns no nerd guns you're gonna have to put that thing in Corey's hands at copperhead and just show him the power of co2 because no please awesome. please please come up please come shoot the gun i've got plenty of cartridges come ask me to shoot it if we're, oh, if you God, see yes. me dead on the field any one of you see me dead on the field you're more than welcome to pick it up and shoot some other people with it as far as that goes awesome. don't care yeah. uh, that's our goal now to find to tom and shoot the gun Yep. Find me, kill me, take my gun, shoot other people with it, laugh about it, record it, post it up, tag Polar Star in it, tag me in it, tag uh, ASAP in it. Let's all have fun. Let's giggle about it. Let's have fun yes. playing. That you know. is the best. So aside from aside from the that new system, that new gun, that which is honestly one of the coolest things I think I've, been, I've seen in Airsoft since the Odin speed loader, is uh, what what kind of kit are you running? Like, what's what's some of the stuff? Because I know Copperhead's kind of an interesting AO because. Aside from the fact that you're dealing with going in and out of buildings, which is not something you deal with a lot, you know, long range, close range, CQB, desert play, but you're also dealing with trying to be able to be a maneuverable, climb up on buildings, get onto rooftops, deal with the heat. Like, sure. what's what's some basic stuff that you found at this AO? Because you've been to all, this I've been be to all one, of them. right? Yeah. Uh, I've been to all of them uh, as far as that goes. Uh, one of the biggest things, hydrate. That's one of the mm. biggest things. You know, just Always. make sure you're, you're, you're hydrated. Um, that once you get heat stroke, you're, you're going to be more susceptible to it in the future. There's nothing wrong with drinking water. Drink plenty of that. I think as far as like kit, um, I don't wear a lot of plate carriers in Airsoft. I just don't. Uh, I, I like chest rigs, mm -hmm. and uh, you stay a little bit cooler that way. I really like the Spiritus uh, Systems rigs right now. Uh, that seems to be my, my jam. Spiritus the is the jam. Yep, that's my jam, and I've got three of them to pick from So right now. So I'm kind of a gear hoarder. Um, H O A R D I N G, yeah. uh, hoarding. Like I'm probably going to be killed by a pile of nylon as it falls over. Um, I've, I've seen his. Gear. I've seen his. I've seen his gear closet. It's, it's uh, probably a little substantial. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, and in fact, I'm actually in my gear room right now. I probably could pan around and, and show you some, but I don't think I want to watch like <laughs> just pants and do what's kind of going on in here. it's extremely messy in here because i am trying to go ahead and get ready for this well, that's, event. that's yeah. why derek blacks out the camera behind him so nobody can see the you, know, you, you don't want to see this of my living conditions 
He's just a creeper. Here we'll go. We'll just do that. That's just. Oh, shit. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Just, that's just one side of it. Here, we'll just, we'll just give you the full force. <laughs> just just give us. Give us give Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So I, I've wondered, how did you get into uh, Blank Fire? Because I know you mentioned at Aziri that you pretty much exclusively just do Blank Fire. Uh, I Milton do for Nelson West. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much do. Um, I got into Blank Fire. Um, uh, Omar and Darren invited me to the game, and they're like, you know what? You can do Blank Fire at Nelson West. I'm like, you can? I'm like, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. So I grabbed some M200 blanks and a USGI adapter and went and gave it a shot. And it was uh, frustrating at first because I'm used to like shooting at somebody with a BB gun and then being mm. like, wow, that really hurt, you know, and instead they weren't responding. And what I, what I got from feedback from using the, what they use uh, for, I'm trying to think of the name of the system right now. Sorry, I'm having a brain fart, uh, miles gear. And that's mm-hmm. what they use is the M200 blank for the miles gear. And it's made specifically for something else. It's not very loud. It sounds like a gas blowback. 200, 300 feet away. And that's why a lot of people weren't doing that. So I started looking into other sources, things like that. Like, how can I go ahead and get people to react? Because that's what you have to do when somebody's shooting. I was going to say, how is, because mm-hmm. I'm a filthy pleb. I've never been to a Milson West game. How, how does the blank fire work? Like, are you actually making people call themselves out with it? Or like, it, it's, how, it's, it's the, the honor system. system. Is it's it? an honor system. Yeah. It's, ne- it's next level pretend. So if I, yeah, I was going to say, because this is just so this if you, is a weird if, you, if you're running between buildings and you see someone shooting at you and they have you dead to rights, it's it's up to your good nature to call it and say, okay, he clearly got me. I can't just run into a building and be like, your shot placement sucks. You you can, but you just won't make friends. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I consider it the ultimate troll. You're playing a contact sport where you don't have to actually contact anybody to it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done, I've done, so I've done one, one mil Sim West event, but I, before that, I did a World War II reenactment in um, down in Oregon, and basically, like if you're looking and you see the flash and it looks like it's pointing in your direction, just call yourself out, like you're dead, like that. That's just, <laughs> that's, so that's, if I look over and see a flash, so look at flash, smile, and fall the fuck over is kind of yeah. the general consensus. Yeah. Okay, that's that sounds cool. I I need to go to one of those fucking. Events. And the other thing too was like the that that event, like most of them were not airsofters, so they knew how to play with blank fire as opposed to us pledging. being reenactors. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they knew how to pretend, like they knew how to act. So like when I when my first reaction with with blank fire was a little bit better on the honor system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously you did have some some people here and there, but it wasn't nearly as bad as people uh, in airsoft. So. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. No, it's it's a lot of fun to be able to do that. The realism obviously is there. I mean, you're running, you know, blanks and full battle loadout, and you've got weapon malfunctions and things like that to go ahead and deal with. Um, but uh, I went ahead and switched over to a company called Atlantic Wall Blanks. Uh, they make all or the majority of the blanks for the Hollywood film industry. So they make all wow. kinds of stuff. Uh, it's interesting to talk with him. He's made blanks for cold case murder cases to go ahead and solve those. So he did like some stuff there. He's done stuff for NASA, like boosters, I guess. I mean, he makes all kinds of small things anyway. He makes the best one. They're called the live action medium blanks or the lamb blanks. And they shoot out flames and they have a really nice retort. So it's just big. So when you see some of those videos, maybe on my Instagram or whatever, those are what I'm using. And that's why you're seeing flames come out the end of the barrel and just this volume of 
fire it, and it's just loud and immersive and crazy. It adds so much to a movie because I know like one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, I want to say it's it's Michael Mads or Michael Mad camera the director's name, but it's called Collateral. It's got Tom Cruise playing a hitman, Jamie Foxx driving around in a cab or something mm-hmm. like that. But they use throughout that movie live ammunition as well as high power blanks and there's one scene where he's going down this alleyway and he he like waxes these two dudes and you can hear the echo going down the alleyway in the movie yeah and it's such a cool effect that like you wouldn't think unless you shot a lot like it's not something you were you listen for like you would notice but it was one of the coolest things i thought uh michael mann directed that by the way michael mann that's who i was thinking of that's a fantastic movie too if you guys haven't seen it yep that's that's why I really love the uh, the gunfight in Heat is because they use all blanks and you can hear it echoing around in the buildings mm-hmm. when they're on yeah. the street. Did you ever hear the story about that? Like they actually did like mm-hmm. uh, what do they call it foley or whatever like the fake sound for it, and then they went back and they watched the live video of them actually shooting it, and then they used the original wow. sounds because they didn't like the fake ones. Well, I'm glad so they that. The more you know. Yeah, because yep, cool. that, that was like one of the first realistic like fight scenes like yeah. that I remember in motion picture, and I'm like, yay! Finally, somebody did it right. You know, what, as far as like kind of a gunfight. It's really neat because you'll get movies. Uh, you'll I can't remember the name of this, but uh, remember there's one where I was watching and he's shooting, and you could tell that he's using live ammunition because you hear a skip pew, at one point, like just very subtly, like it's not something that they focused on, but you can hear that, and you're like, oh shit, he's using live rounds right there, like while he's shooting down range. It was kind of neat. Are you talking about the talking about the Lion King. <laughs> in, in the Lion King. How how dare you guys have fun talking about this stuff and talking about <laughs> like that? This is sorry. This let's is keep it. Awesome. Let's keep it professional. This is another serious airsoft podcast. It's, it's in the name. We are so serious about this, Super guys. Serial. I swear to God, you would, you would not believe how long it took us to, to pick that shitty name. Oh yeah, we, we had we had, we had, we had, we had names to do a podcast. For... It was what was it? It was Copperhead last year. We were driving yeah. back from yep. Copperhead last year, and we're like, "Yo, let's do a podcast." And it took months for us to just figure out. And then we just slapped one together in like a week. We just slapped well, no, it together. The, the first one we had was Airsoft Assholes. Yeah, and we were running with that for a hard minute. It was going to be AA, like Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> it was going to be Airsoft Assholes. And then, like, like a couple weeks into us, like right before we we're going to do the first episode. Corey and I think it was Derek were like, ah, this might actually take off. We're really limiting ourselves if we, <laughs> we try to do that. And I was like, y'all are really fucking optimistic, but okay, let's try something else. <laughs> so speaking of which, so you run, you are running PSA. Well, I'll be running PSA covering. on Saturday, and then uh, I'll, I'll be switching over to UFS on Sunday. So, yeah, so that's I tried Sunday. that last year. I was told by some friends. Uh, yeah. on Derek wasn't uh, smart uh, enough to pull it off. Somehow, Derek, Derek, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Well, well, Derek can't so... even wear the right uniform to an event. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah that's true. That's oh, true. You caggy, caggy boy. Well, nobody, nobody tell that to uppers because he just looks so pretty not wearing anything he's supposed to be allowed to wear. That's true. <laughs> we were talking about that the other night, man. That that I don't know if you've seen the pictures for, uh, that uppers downers did from Reindeer Games, but Reindeer he, Games. he did this like British SAS spook kit. It was one of the coolest things. Oh I've ever yeah, seen. that was so one. hot. Oh. so creamy. But I I, so, I don't know if anybody else has seen a lot of Tom's kits that he's done. But yeah, you get. I mean, obviously, it shows in your gear, but yeah, the the uh, especially with like the face paint and stuff like that. Yeah, Tom's will definitely there be gotten face into paint some at gear. Copperhead. Oh, always! That's I bet right. Tom will. Yeah, run it. 
So uh, one thing I was curious about, Tom, is do you, given that there are a lot of pictures taken of you and whatnot, does that go into account in your kit? Because I've always been the person that if it works, I run it. If, I, if I'm if i light, if I'm fast, if I'm mobile, if I'm able to do everything I want to do. Like I, I run a knockoff Spiritus just because I don't want to, because I destroy my shit. Heretic. Not, heresy, <laughs> I need to be purged, but none of my shit lasts longer than a year. Same reason I don't buy Cry G3s. Because, I, I power- because you're buying Chinese sweatshop products. That's why well, they don't last. That and because I yeah. power flight on concrete. So, yeah. so, like, Corey can attest to this. He's seen me do some real dumb shit. Yeah, especially what, essentially what Cole is saying is that he spends a lot of time on his knees on and off mm-hmm. the field, and he just wears them right out. It's the knee pads never last. Damn. Yeah, sponsorship's a sponsorship, man. You know, right. That's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> But I don't have any. That's the bullshit well, part. You must not be very good. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, his kill death ratio is like sub one. It's terrible. <laughs> but to answer your question, no. Uh, everything that you see is a playable kit. I I believe nice. in that it's got to have a purpose or a function. Mm-hmm. It's not just to look pretty. And it pisses me off uh, when people have stuff like that and they don't even know how to use it. It just it just makes me mad. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Derek just won a pair of fucking phosphorus PVS 15s on an Instagram giveaway like ten minutes before we went live. And no he's shit. a bit yeah, no <laughs> shit. He won nine minded's fucking Instagram giveaway. And I'm gonna murder him at Copperhead. I'm so <laughs> no, pissed. you can't because I can see in the dark and you can't. God damn it, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna come for you in the daylight, big boy. <laughs> so mad for I saw that shit. PBS 15 gang, yo yo, yo yo. Gotta get out with those dual noodles, bro. Dude, Single. he got he got dual nude white phosphorus nods. He just bought another set. Like well, a yeah, month. I just bought an actual set because I sold my previous 15s. I just bought a different set in white phos. Like yes, it was yesterday. It was yesterday that I bought it and I sent sent it in the chat. And then I saw the raffle tonight and like yeah, whatever. I'll throw two tickets at it. So now I am broke with with two sets of night vision. Do you know how do bougie a, you a, sound yeah. right now? It's insane. <laughs> do a gib. Give, do, do a big gib. Gib to me. Actually, yeah. do a, we hit fifty followers. Derek will give away a pair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, a real friend, uh, a real friend would. A real friend would. Yeah, right. would not. If we get five thousand followers, I'll give oh, live viewers. I'll give them away. Uh, <laughs> you only have two eyes. You don't need four tubes. <laughs> can, can you use PBS 15s like that? I don't well, know. Only one way to find out. So we're going to play beer pong with them. One set mm-hmm. of nods in the dark on each side of the table. So yeah. that'll be fun at Night vision beer pong is fantastic That's because be you lose all depth perception and you're intoxicated. <laughs> Are we using IR ping pong balls? We're going to break both your sets so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't face plant with them. It should be fine. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. The night game of Copperhead last year was really cool because there were those storms in the distance. Yes. So, like, the there's the it was you could see the lightning like constantly. It was big storms, but too far away, you couldn't hear them. So, that's just like constantly flashing in the distance. It was one of those moments like, yo, this is kind of neat as it's nice and quiet and in the middle of nowhere. I want to say it was Dave from Airsoft's Obsessed that was outside and he had his camera on that like super slow uh, shutter function so he could get, was that who it was, Corey, that was doing that last year where he had the camera point up at the sky and he was doing a, 
Yeah, it's just a long exposure. You yeah. leave it's I mean, you don't actually have a shutter on a mirrorless camera, but you just leave it exposed for a long time and it just picks up all the light that occurs in that certain period of time and turns it into one big so long last, image. Last the result was really cool. Yeah, it's last, awesome. Last year, um we had a uh the Enola Gay crew with uh Milsim Kate, Tutal, uh Castro, myself, and Clayton. He is also in the chat right now. Uh, we were all carpooling back from the event, and we drove through the coolest thunderstorm. Oh, I saw it. Was, it. Yeah, I saw it that. Was like, it was coming posted. down. It was coming down on like on either side of us, and and it was just such an impressive and cool moment. Like we were all just kind of like, wow, like this is just a dope yeah. moment. And that's why you go to this AO is to see stuff just like that. Every year that I've been there, you've seen those lightning storms. You see the wildlife. You see uh, the tarantula <laughs> hawks. You see the tarantulas uh, out there in the desert. Uh, rattlesnakes. More so last year than any other. Uh, I saw more last year than I have any yeah. other overhead. I, I will say one thing. Okay. I have an interesting uh, I have an interesting experience with snakes at AMS events because it was, uh, I want to say it was Broken Home 3 or 4. Uh, I actually was kid came up uh, when we were assaulting Colville medic to me rolled over and there was a coiled up copperhead that he had landed on. And Ooh. I, I switched, I had a Wolverine of the, when the original Wolverine systems at the time I switched that shit to full auto and just yeeted into that thing's mouth for like a good 30 seconds. Oh, ref comes up, oh no. Ref comes over. He's like, no full auto. And I was like, Nyeh! and it came over. He's Oh shit. So, <laughs> And then Punk, you you got a cop, you got a rattlesnake at two point five, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were. Uh, I was dead. I was sitting. Um, I was shot. I was sitting in the doorway of one of the houses, and um, all of a sudden we start hearing a rattle. And we're like, Jesus, what the fuck? And like, <laughs> so everyone's kind of like, Holy shit! Like, so we kind of get up, and like I I look next to my feet, and here is this motherfucker, like right here. So. And I remember in the briefing, they said, like, listen, they, you know, if you see one and it comes down to it, it's you or them, like, just kill the damn thing. So I, I shot the shit out of that thing. And then the, the warden comes over and um, he, he cuts the head off with the shovel, buries the head. And then he goes, hey, you killed it. You want it? You want the trophy? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he cuts the tail off and then hands it to me. And uh, I proceed to take a. Uh, was it paracord and made a little slip knot and I dangled that thing's rattle off of my gear for the rest of the weekend. That's pretty cool. That's dope. Do you still have it? No, it started to rot before I left. So <laughs> I uh, I buried it. I actually buried it in the parking lot of the of the hotel we were staying at. Yeah, down like forty five <laughs> into Southern Street. So fun fact: I've, I've a... killed a rattlesnake the last three years in a row. Yeah, you see him. Yeah. Well, Let's say fun fact, there's also elk out there that Corey and I discovered last year while driving at three in the morning almost to get to Copperhead. Oh, yeah. We narrowly avoided dying by like a couple of inches. Oh, like, man, we, what a way to go. We're going like, I'm, I'm driving like 60 down this dirt road with the high beams on. And I looked, looked down because we were listening to um, The Outsider by Stephen King. A good branching. On a good branching, on uh, <laughs> listening to the audiobook the whole drive, and we're like really into it. And Corey's like kind of half asleep. And I look down at it to see something. I look back up, and there is the biggest animal I've ever seen outside of a zoo. This thing's nuts. We're like 
eye level with me sitting in this GMC <laughs> SUV and I swerve and then there's like five more and I swerve again and get around them and pull over and I pull over the side of the road like a couple hundred feet later Corey and I both get out and just start screaming just ah! like <laughs> yeah that all occurred that all occurred in the one hour of the 24-hour drive that Cole volunteered to drive <laughs> no, 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 no. Then on the way back, the one hour I drove, we got pulled over. Yeah, and then we got pulled over. That's the thing, too, is that when anybody who hasn't been down to this AO at nighttime is when you like you'll hit you'll think you'll hit speed bumps, but no, that's wildlife. Like that's giant <laughs> giant ass right. spiders the size of my head. And oh, like my God. snakes, you'll see you'll see all kinds of nasty shit out there, man. And Everything's rock. trying to kill you. The bugs are ginormous, man. I don't I don't know why they want a border fence there. Everything's trying to kill you anyways. Just yeah. if, if you make it through, here's your card. Welcome to America. Please step right this way. Good luck to you, sir. You made it through the hard It's part. crazy. And that's one of the reasons why I really like the AO. It's just it's it's the most secluded AO that I've ever gone to. And it's just yeah. so it's so far out well, there. The gameplay it's itself weird. is a lot of fun too. I the mean, gameplay itself is fun. like this is the town this, itself. Say, yeah. It's funny that this is the main game that I go to to like get drunk and hang out and bullshit with everybody because you've got like the skid row of like all my airsoft buddies where everybody's sleeping in the same area and you're all like secluded and isolated. Everybody has a shitload of beer. But this is the one I go to to actually play. Most of the time I'll go and I just want to hang out with people. But this is the one where like I want to be running and gunning and doing shit the entire time. So we we had this we had this joke and I'm I'm pretty serious about it. I hope we do it. But on day two, we kind of want to lock down a house get on the roof and actually have a cookout on top of one of the roofs. <laughs> that would be amazing. And like, it doesn't matter if there's gunfire or wh- who's getting shot at what we need to cook steaks and hamburgers on top of one of the houses. Like we need to like, ec- like bring in a grill or a beer. Like that's our mission is to make it on top of a building and just cook out for the rest of the day. I am so down. down. I think that's, oh. Right We're gonna here. cook hamburgers entirely in the prone position. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just gonna be. To- I'm just gonna I, I be tomahawking. Yes. Just reach, reaching over your head to flip. Now hold it. on. Now hold on. What's what's the output on that? Because uh, I don't know. I if don't anybody... know. It's even bigger than the last I don't know. One. I don't know if anybody saw the footage from Reindeer uh, Games, but uh, Derek made the mistake of giving me a bullhorn. It was and the I hardest had a great time ever made. <laughs> that and having. Um, Having the us haul out a mini cake and a rucksack were two of the best <laughs> airsoft decisions I've ever done. <laughs> Do a mini keg stand, get the bull mic. All right, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I have. A, I also have a mini air raid siren, a handheld yep. air raid siren. Bring it. Yes. So, no, we're we're basically just coming to make a mess out of everything, including gorilla. And I don't uh, think any of you are watching this either. So I mean, we're just here to destroy everything. I'm sorry, we, nice we came in. Out. We're 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 like a virus. We come in, we fuck everything up, and we just leave. That's <laughs> it. Leave. And yet they invite us back still. So we must be doing something right, at least one thing or something. We're just going to be the chaotic evil element. Of I was going to say entire event. at this yeah. point. At this point, the AMS staff has just be sitting back watching us, like, well. Eh? Let them burn it. Fuck it. <laughs> no, so like, I guess I like, ain't little... stopping that. I like my hands. <laughs> <laughs> the Lolosa faction is basically there to just kind of fuck everything up, and we're gonna fuck without Lolosa. Oh more. god. Oh, absolutely. I Yo, well, mainly. Could, could we invite them to the barbecue? Yes. Yeah, yes, we can. Ah, they only if they bring tequila. <laughs> 
Which I'm and sure Ruta will have like an speaking, abundant of. Speaking of which, that's what I've been drinking out of this bottle this entire time. Jesus Christ. It has oh been just tequila. Do you Was hate it yourself? A, well, that's what I told Russo because he's like he keeps talking shit because I guess he Castro and a lot of a lot of people we know are all on Lilosa, and he's like, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. I'm like, Russo, why do you make us hurt you? Why do you do this? Just come over, be on UFS. You How won't many get times must we teach you this lesson, old man? Basically, basically. Tom, who are you running with as your squad for Copperhead? Do you know? So I am just a freelance uh, BB warrior running out there, just having fun with my friends. I'm not in no squad or anything else like that. I'll play it as it goes. I've got a radio. I know how to use it. I know how to communicate, get everything more involved. What I'm more excited about is that uh, Darren from Anoli Gaze, uh, son Dominic, is going to be playing his first yes. game. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I will say he was telling us about that on the episode we had him on, what was it, 10 or something Eight. like that? Right. Eight. So – so I'm more excited in getting that young man uh, out there playing, enjoying the game, and doing that side of thing. The other thing is, is that another friend of mine from Utah, Ghost Games, and his daughter Brianna are going to be there on UFS, and he's a huge fan. Dominic's a huge fan. So my whole goal is to help Dominic shoot both of them because they want UFS <laughs> and, and get dead dead people. Uh, stuff and put him and Dominic and his is his biggest fans. He's a big fanboy of Ghost Games. That's awesome. That's so that's my goal. Also, you know, I need to get some footage of this gun for Polar Star mm-hmm. and some footage and some other things. The other thing that I've kind of I want to get away from that I've done in years past is that a lot of people want to play with me. They want to play airsoft with me. And when you stay on one side or you're in one group or one thing, it's hard to do just that. Get stagnant. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I and sometimes people's feelings get hurt over that. And what I'm trying to do is avoid that situation amongst friends and stuff like that so i get a chance to play with everybody there's enough of me to go around i'm a big guy you know i'm a little <laughs> bigger than a large man yeah yes and uh i, I just want to have that opportunity to do that the other thing is too is i'm there for player experience i've been doing war game stuff since i was 15 i've been doing this stuff for a very very long time i'm 42 now so you guys can do the math figure it out uh, I, i've shot a lot of people <laughs> over the years <laughs> yes yes with his bb gun fbi yes 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 the the alphabet boys do not come raid my house uh you will not like my stuffed dog i mean i, my don't, real have, I don't have a dog <laughs> there's nothing for you to shoot no there's nothing here yeah that's that's the reason why i, I i'm going with ufs this time and just rocking with these guys is because i mean last couple of years I've, I've been with the same crew and as much as i love those guys and i you know I, I want to play with some new I want to play some new blood I want to switch it up well, a little bit. That being said, I think I think there's a concerted effort that you you made the effort to go tan for us at Copperhead. We if you go to reindeer or something, we'll probably all go green. I would say. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Do I, I, it. I heard I heard Derek's butthole pucker from here. He's like, but no. there's no cat kitten green. Uh, Wait a minute. Oh no. Incorrect. Somebody give me his annex! <laughs> I'm having a difficult time. The last time me and Derek played airsoft, it was May, and we both ran green. And we were oh, sitting yeah. here actually it before the rad. show, and we were like, "Wow, we haven't played in a long time." Like, it just—it's just been a busy yeah, summer. May. So, 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 Derek, are you going to Copperhead or are you going to Washington for Milson West? Well, I think. Originally, I was going to go to Washington. I was really excited for that. But then the group I was going to go with, um, they couldn't make it. It like We're just better. some some stuff happened. It fell apart. Like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to Copperhead then. 
Well, it's Christmas two times over today. I find out that Punk's going to Copperhead. Now I find out that you're going to Copperhead. Wow, I'm excited now. It's going to be a it's lot of fun. Be I mean, yeah, all all six of us will be there. So I'll say I, I don't know. I don't know if you were tuning into the last episode. But we also convinced Cass to come as well. I don't know if you know him very well. But uh, I, we, uh... I don't know. I don't know him personally, but I know of him, and I've seen his social media as far as that goes, and kind of what he's doing with his boy and things like that, which I think is cool. You know, father son type hey, stuff. Daughter, daughter, Cody. Daughter, daughter, daughter. She's oh, all get up, dude. She's gangster. It's my favorite photos. Are if you go on his Instagram profile and you go down, because he's been taking her to these. He he bounces on the side and he's been taking her to these hardcore shows for a long time. They okay. just let her on stage now, and she's up there with a bass guitar, just shredding shit. And dudes are beating the hell out of each other in a mosh pit. It's like it's amazing. <laughs> That's, awesome. No, That's like, awesome. It's a, it's, That's a, awesome. it's no, it's really cool. But hey, also Tom, hey Derek, tell them what else we're bringing. Oh, what, what else are we, are we bringing? Wait, Where are we doing it? Are we doing well, it? He's I'll, possibly it's it's in there. I need to I need to confirm it. I was told uh, I was told we might be able to use it by JP, pending on how many vehicles Green Team has. If if we mm. do get to bring it, it will be an Arctic Cat with a PA system, a oh, bunch yeah, it's of heinous, have a, speaker a bunch of cooler, bunch of mean shit thump through it and. <laughs> Us just sitting there, just jamming well, out, driving down the road. Regardless of the Arctic Cat, I'm bringing the big Bluetooth speaker, and we're strapping that onto someone's back. <laughs> and it's just going to be thumping while we're running through buildings. Yeah. Perfect. And that, and that that is the fun thing about that AO, is it's extremely challenging. It's really hard to move from building to building and across the open areas and things like that. So when you, when you really get a flow going and you're really – Taking those buildings and things like that, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, really, it it's really interesting how people, and this is the only place I notice this at, is at Copperhead. Nobody seems to understand what blind spots are, and they don't yeah. seem to realize that there are there are higher elevation, lower elevation, and if you're moving in just out of in out of the cusp of somebody's line of sight around a building, you can go anywhere the hell you want on that AO, and no one's going to see you. It's it is called micro terrain, and is the military technical term for it. So micro terrain. I'm sure Robo would know that. Especially, uh, people don't look up. Last year, um, we brought a collapsible <laughs> ladder, and we found out and it, multiple times it'd be like us on one side, enemy on the other side, and we're just shooting it like do the whack a mole around the corner. They found out that if you just go up on the roof, you can just walk over to the ledge and, and we'll just watch them. Yeah, and we'll just and, yeah, them. you can just drop a grenade or just bop them right on the head. It's, that so was, much uh, easier. It was Corey and I's go-to last year. Yep. He just yeet my little ass up on top of the roof. I'd scramble up and start shooting people on top of the head. No one looks up, and all <laughs> the buildings are one story and flat, so it's perfect. No, it is perfect. It is perfect. And the walls and being able to have uh, ladders and things like that to climb over the walls, get up on top of the buildings, things like that. That is another unique thing about the AO is that you can do that. You oh, can okay. you can get on top of the buildings. It is safe. It's not a pitch roof or anything else like that. They're all flat. So, you know, the the liability there is much reduced from falling off and stuff. And we got, uh, we got one guy that says he wants to see a whole squad, squad full of dudes pull up on longboards. Actually, it would be because, I mean, a lot of it the roads are actually still in decent shape. So Have you seen the pictures of when the Marine Corps is actually experimenting with urban soldiers being issued um, skateboards <laughs> in the 80s? No, yeah. Yeah, Charlie, it's a, long and they had they, they had an experimental like urban camo that was weird. And there's, there's these pictures of these Marines in the 80s with this weird blocky urban camo and skateboards. Jamie, pull and that up. Amazing. 
<laughs> we need a Jamie. We do need a Jamie. <laughs> Carl! <laughs> Pull that up. So, are you guys all feeling like you're ready? Do you feel like you got Hell all your no. kit that you need? Oh, no, I haven't touched my kit yet. Same. I'm, my, I'm plan is to, my plan is to do it tomorrow, but... 30 minutes so prior. I, I got my gun ready, so that's all I need. I just need my gun and a bottle of water, and I'll be good, and a radio. I'll and say that's that all. The current timeline is I have to get a guy, because I'm, I'm coming up from Fort Worth, Texas, going up to Oklahoma City to meet Corey and load up. So I've got to pick up Punk from the airport at 5.30 in the morning on Thursday, drive up to Oklahoma City, pick up cash from the airport, go to Corey's, load up all our shit into his truck and my truck, and then start the drive. I'm gonna. I'm also. I'm gonna be packing pretty light because, uh, no, I like like Tutal was saying. Like I don't do plate carriers. I have chest rigs. Like I just bought a Haley strategic mini rig, but like I just put on the rig that I made my holster rig, and I'm like, fuck that chest rig shit. Like I got this thing that's even more open than a chest rig. Like I don't even. Like I'm trying to not wear any gear at all. So uh, I'm trying to be as as. Uh, lightweight as possible so yeah how much stuff do you really need i mean you need a radio two bandages some ammo water that's it and you're in every every event no matter the host i've even seen at milson west um leaving the parking lot where guys are trying to take basically enough to camp out for two weeks yes you don't need giant cases you don't need all that stuff you don't know no you don't you don't and and more more so than anything uh the last milson west that i was at in west virginia is that we had more pyrotechnics i brought 59 pounds of pyrotechnics just for that event and uh we used all of it it was uh quite explosive experience and uh, i'd rather i'd rather bring more pyro than anything else anymore nice. as far as all Who that is going to be the on-site retailer for copper uh, amped airsoft will Amp- be the on-site re- retailer as far as that goes so curtis hardy's making the drive all the way from pittsburgh pennsylvania Ooh, that is a long drive that is a long drive so be nice to curtis go in there go buy something even if it's five bucks support him for driving all the way out out there to make sure I'm that a, you I'm, got something or did something. Hell yeah! Side of things, so you know, Chris was so, one of my sponsors in Airsoft, and uh, he, and uh, you know, he's still we still have a good relationship. So as far as I, retailers go, I so. hear I hear great things about Amp, and um, I, I I don't I always do just like random builds where like everybody just has spare parts for that I need for at the time. So like I never really actually go out and pick up things from but like i i've i got one guy from amped who follows me and every now and again he'll drop a like and i'm like just the most random shit so like i i'm excited that they're going to be out there because I, I would like to get acquainted with them yeah please they, do. they, like, they seem like really nice guys. buy a patch curtis usually brings like twenty five thousand patches and they're mostly Derek. so uh, on that <laughs> side so, like, go, go support go support and buy a patch do something support the online retailers things like that those are the ones that are coming out to the events and things like that so we can have it i know if we didn't have sponsors oh, yeah. like me and derek and amped and polar star and all these other people we wouldn't be able to do the events we just wouldn't be able to afford the aos we just wouldn't you know as yeah. far as it goes or to get i mean it's cool i mean that's why i go to this ao it's probably one of the coolest aos to actually go and play airsoft in mm-hmm. in the united states and I played it a lot of them, and I know a lot of us have to as well. And that's why we keep going back. And like you said, uh, a lot of us go there for the friends and stuff. But the fight is really good too. 
uh, that's the thing that's enjoyable too as well you get you get the street block party kind of concept with your friends and then you get uh you know your bb or uh murder death kill on too as well so yeah a perfect combination last year last year at copperhead for i think it was probably the most chill experience i've had with all you guys was it was just i my gun didn't even work the first day but i had a blast yeah we were over there yelling at um david lie across the field over there remember that? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god that was so good and then we all bull, bull rushed him, and he wasn't ready for that. And we destroyed him out there in the middle of the opening, which was. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure he might be in the chat right now. Was that uh, was he that, was earlier? I'll say I was, was that earlier. was that day two? Because we were with you. I know I was with Punk on day. That we was were, day two. Okay, yeah. So we we were with you guys on day two when we went out and we were dealing with those stupid little uh, like, mini bushes that were just we like spotted, you know, we scattered. We spotted everywhere. two yeah. of them started to sprint across our left, you yep. know, around the horizon. You know, go moving left or their right, our left. And uh, I can't remember if it was myself or one of them. Like, hey, y'all see this right now? And I was like, hey, y'all suck. And like, we just started like moving up on them. And like, we kind of like moved out in a formation and we just made this line. And then all of a sudden, like, we're like, all right, let's do this. Then we just sprint on them. Yeah. And like, that was it. We Done ran deal. them down. Like within 45 seconds, they were done. My favorite was you when at one point you were against a wall and somebody yelled something like, daddy's here. And you were like, dad. You piece of shit! Yeah, oh <laughs> like he did not expect so, that. He, thought he was like, so, you just tore his ass up. No, so here's here's the story about that one. We were we were uh, myself in American uh, American Airsoft or on IG. It was the two of us stuck in this house, and like all of a sudden, we found ourselves surrounded. Like there was no going anywhere. So we hear them up on our left side. They were stacking up on the right side of the house. Um, you could hear them stacking up and you can hear them like across the street and then across the street from the, uh, their left, our right. So like, there was nothing we could do. And they started shouting at us and I started shouting back. It was like Deadpool. He was like, come on out. And I was like, dad, is that you? Where's mom? Well, mom, mom says that she's coming right back. She says she misses you. And I was like, mom's dead. And you would have known that if you didn't walk out on us. <laughs> yeah, it, went, it went so dark with it so fast. It was good. And it, and it, like they were throwing grenades at us. It, it took them. We wasted two and a half hours of UFS time. And I chalked that up as a win. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you can waste people's time chasing you out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert, all the way in the farthest part of the outreaches of that, and there's 40 guys trying to get you, and then they just, finally get down in a bush, and they're, like, over there for three hours, and then game admin has to go, like, bring them water because they're all been going water. Yeah. And space and pretty, slowly trotting well. outside of range, like, lo, 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 lo. I you think it well. was Sisu's crew, too. I think it was Sisu's crew because they were all wearing that um, Swedish cam. My, I was say that's why I love the bullhorn so much because I can grab that and piss people off to the point where I can drop all my kit, all my guns, everything, and just run around going woo, 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 like I'm Zoidberg <laughs> talking shit. And they will come at They want you fucking dead, so they will chase you the entire day. Yeah, you, you've done you've done messed up, man. They're, they're coming <laughs> for you. Like I don't care. You know, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna die out here trying to get you. Omar at, at Reindeer Games. Omar died like three times in a row trying to charge me in that bullhorn sitting on that rock in the middle. of the field. <laughs> He'd run at me and everybody would pop up from everywhere, just light his ass up and go back down. He's I, like, I'm gonna get your ass. I, I really want to say uh thanks for inviting me on the show tonight. Things like that. I, I really enjoyed no talking to Thanks for reaching out to us, man. That'll yeah, be fifty dollars. 
Pure money is pure money, right? That's true. I was gonna say, before you get out of here, just uh, kind of, uh, if you wouldn't mind reiterating what you're talking about with the initial system, like what it's called, just kind of give the... Sure. So what I have here in front of me, this is uh, the Polar Star CGS. It stands for CO2 gas system. And what it is, it's a mil-spec buffer tube that runs either a 12-gram or a 33-gram cartridge depending on the insert that you have installed with a built-in regulator so what does it do it allows you to go ahead and run co2 on your gun without a tank or a line you get about 500 shots roughly on the test setup with the 33 gram and you get about 180 with the 12 gram they also have a ugs2 as well with the same type of inserts but you can go ahead and run hpa like the smaller tanks on that one as well they're also in the process of actually getting small HPA tanks made that are the same size as a buffer tube. So you'll be seeing that stuff pretty soon. So I don't have one here in this room. It's in another part of my house right now, but I do have one of those, which is pretty slick to go along with the UGS system, the universal gas system. And that will be uh, a buildup for their mechanical system that will be coming out probably before the end of the year. I'm not going to make any promises there. Um, and that will go in direct correlation with their PR-15 system, which will be a complete standalone rifle with all this stuff built into it. So you're going to have a lot of tech. I'll tell you what, you better make sure you write that down on your Christmas list, boys and girls, because it's going to be the hot Christmas gift for uh, 2019 for sure. So. Yep. so you heard it. He promised it'll be ready for reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs> he said guaranteed. We, we, have a, we have a written and blood contract. Yep, we have the blood over whether it's available to the public or not, I'll probably have. Uh, yeah. And there it is. Uh, we that's got and, there, and there's the point in our faces. You done that's where, that's where cloud gets you. <laughs> well, it's not, once again, it's not cloud or anything else like that. It's sure there's marketing involved with I'm, it. I'm, fr- I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm going to be serious for a second and be like, it's because of friends. That's why you have that opportunity to do. You're just trying to help your friends out. They've got little kids that run around and hell yeah. And, play monster truck with you and knee you in the back and cry and then are happy and then cry again because you know shoot those little about- bastards in the face when they turn 12 on an airside that's field. right that's right <laughs> their mom and dad signed a waiver dropped them off <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know you were going to be there but you were there so you were there as far as that end of things go but uh you know i just wanted to say that before like i know we're probably getting uh yeah we're about, we're about ready but uh yeah absolutely so thanks, thanks for coming out. on uh, yeah, yeah, for absolutely. sure. Thank you. Go check out airsoft.com. Uh, go check out your local retailer. Support your local shops first. If they don't have it, go online, buy it. That's right. Do into things. That's how it works. Buy some of the gate stuff, too, because explosions are fucking awesome. And uh, <laughs> what more can I say? And come find me. If you're going to be at Copperhead, you want to see the system, you want to go ahead and shoot it, you want to see how my setup is on my rifle and things like that, come check it out and see this how is- this See is a really good to shoot airsoft. Yeah, no, this is a really good opportunity for anybody who is interested in any kind of HPA system. Very rarely do you guys gonna have an opportunity to get hands-on experience with with new products like this because you go to like other conventions, you get to put your hands on it, but you won't really get to shoot it. Like this is in game, you get to check it out. Really cool opportunity. So if you do check out Find Tom, you're not going to miss him for fuck's sake. The guy's like eight feet tall. Speaking of finding Tom, where where can everybody find you on Instagram, Facebook? Like, what's your what's so your normal? You can find me on Instagram at Two Tall Toms. You can find me on YouTube at Two Tall Toms, and you can find me on Facebook at Two Tall Toms. Wow, it's like I planned that. 
or Shocking. something all, all in one. So just do a search for that on that side of things. And, uh, you know, I'll be having some more content coming out on YouTube. I'm really focused right now on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we're looking forward to doing some really unique things with Airsoft and having fun. You know, that's the ultimate thing is I have always had a motto. I've had it for about five years. I've been run through the ringer of the industry of Airsoft, being on other teams, things like that. Yes, it's, you have. It's been friends first, fun with those friends, and then we go play airsoft. You know, it's it's not it's not in that reverse as far as that end of things go. So if you remember that, you know, have your friends. They'll be worried about the sponsorship stuff, things like that. Just do you. People will notice. Take cool pictures of yourself. Post it up there. People will notice. Stop asking for free shit. Derek's tired of his inbox having 5,000 emails in there. You know, uh, it never ends. I know. It doesn't as far as that into things go. And just, you know, just have fun. Grow grow the hobby. Grow the sport. Whatever you want to call it as far as that into things go. The only reason I'm telling you to do that because I'm being selfish. I just want to shoot more of you on the field. Sure, <laughs> same. Same. You know, on that side of things. But anyway, thanks again for having me on. I'm going to get out of here. Of course, here. man. Thanks for coming thanks, on. Tom. Absolutely. And, uh, if you got any more questions about it, hit me up in the DMs. I always answer everybody's questions, and uh, no matter what it is. If you're having a problem with a system or gun, I answer that. I don't care. I'm here to help you have fun, enjoy the hobby. So cool. that's why I'm here. That's why I make zero bucks doing this. So thank you, Airsoft Jesus. You are way <laughs> too wholesome for this podcast. I was gonna I say this. We're 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 on a roll right now with whole. We had Cass in the middle. He's kind of so we had we had Brain Exploder who was like Airsoft. I don't know Airsoft Jesus, Airsoft Divinity. We wizard. had Cass. Was, Airsoft Wizard. Who's on the lower spectrum of things, on the meaner spectrum of things? And we got Tom up here speaking, <laughs> preaching wholesome, wonderful things. He's the he's yeah. the the Mister Rogers of of Arizona. ah. There we go. I like that. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm the scariest nice guy that you'll ever meet. It's true. <laughs> on that note, Punk, you want to see us out, bud? Absolutely. And before I do that, I want to let everybody know we will have episodes eight, nine, ten, and eleven up on SoundCloud. So for anybody who's driving to Copperhead. Um, we will have those up on, you can binge listen to us on your way here. We are the perfect, uh, road trip listening to Darren from Enola Gay actually, um, listens to us on his road trip. Um, so we will have those ready to go for you eight, nine, 10 and 11. So we will have four new podcasts ready to go for you guys, uh, for your drive to Copperhead, depending on how long you guys are driving. And with that being said, Another serious airsoft podcast uh, is based around the terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about their toy guns and their adventures using them. With the lack of follow-through airsoft is exude, it's a fucking miracle we've made it to episode 13. If you like what you heard, great, let us know. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Call your hits, don't let the admin see you drinking, and we'll see you next time on episode 14.